This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving for me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Welcome to the Damien Sandow bonus episode of You Should Love Wrestling. Yeah. In this episode, we had Steven watch some of the highlights of current WWE wrestler, the intellectual savior of the masses, Damian Sandow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, we chose Damian Sandow because while he is mainly a lower card wrestler, and he's gone through probably about a million gimmick changes, mm-hmm. um, no matter what he's given, he's a great performer who commits 500%, and he's a whole lot of fun to watch. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. We chose a few clips from his career, and we're going to ask Steven what he thinks from each clip. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess to get started, here's a brief clip from his debut promo. Entertainment. Anyone who tries to make a distinction between education and entertainment doesn't know the first thing about either. Famed sociologist Marshall McLuhan. Entertainment in our society is at a tragic all-time low, riddled with nonsensical pop culture that has little or no social, moral, or educational qualities. Gone are the days where the masses were captivated by the works of Shakespeare and Mozart, abhorrently replaced with observing the lives of ever-so-desperate housewives, or fist-pumping to eardrum-shattering bass in a sea of false tans and false bravados. Historically, one can judge a civilization as to how they choose to entertain themselves. It is a direct reflection on their moral and ethical code. Sadly, your mirror reflection reveals that you are a people of laziness, mediocrity, and complacency. Blame you for this said ignorance? That is something I pledge to never do. Save you from this said ignorance. Now that, that is the essence of my true calling. You're welcome. Stephen, what did you think? Um, yeah, that was a weird way to enter the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. it seemed like I love, first off, I love that he's like, shitting on everybody who likes wrestling yeah yeah because he's right and right away uh, of course i'm sure steven has to make sure that he mentions that oh this character's very smart and intelligent and doesn't like wrestling everybody's good for not I liking wrestling i get it everybody who doesn't like wrestling i understand mm-hmm. yeah yeah all of you people intellectual out there savior, yeah. i'm not an intellectual savior i don't claim to be that okay uh, but i do claim that fucking wrestling is stupid is that really what he said though when uh i mean his gimmick is uh i mean he says that like Basically, like, you're looking for entertainment. I'm not going to entertain you. I'm going to educate you or yeah. something. Yeah, that was that's, his thing. He's going to reading a, Rainbow, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's sort of a, uh, it's almost like a trope in wrestling of the wrestler who's real smart. There was a wrestler called The Genius, Lanny Pofo, yep. Macho Man's brother, who uh, was around in the 80s. 
there have been i think that like the grand wizard of wrestling was like another one of those guys is he a kkk i knew you were <laughs> waiting for that <laughs> he was a, i could see was, the fire in your eyes the he was burning a, cross in your eyes he was a heel steven's not racist I'm he just was a heel manager <laughs> he didn't dress like the kkk he wore a lot of sequins and stuff but I'm sure that yeah. to get him heal- to get him booed, that there was probably an intentional backstage, like, oh, mm-hmm. we'll call him this because people will boo him. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, you know, like, even like Bobby the Brain Heenan, like, there's a yeah, sure. There's a long. So uh, if they're if they're an intellectual, you're saying they're a bad guy in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody kind of. knows anything in wrestling, you guys are like, hey, fuck you. Hey, wait a minute, that guy's not dumb. He's smart. Fuck. But that's him. like, I hope he dies. Fuck the smarty guy. But that that is also just like it's an easy way to get heel heat in wrestling. Like I went to a a live show, uh, Extreme Canadian Championship Wrestling, in like Ooh. the. Uh, early 2000s and there was a wrestler who came out and specifically like made fun of the audience for like oh y'all you all have GEDs in Marysville <laughs> GED and like and it, I think he specifically mentioned like I went, I'm a college boy and the what? audience booed him what I love about that is he still gives them enough credit to have passed the GED yeah at least they got their like, GED you didn't go the regular high school track <laughs> you could have gotten a higher education where's or at your... least gone to community college yeah. where's your real diploma <laughs> you like... could have gotten associates and been something <laughs> <laughs> but it is there's just like where'd a, you go a train school <laughs> you know it's like there is a long I forget this wrestler's name but go to Wyotech you fucking <laughs> idiot but like the audience like definitely booed him because they were like wait a second I got a GED ITT motherfuckers uh, why don't you go work on a transformer <laughs> but it's just like calling the audience dumb and fat and gross is like yeah. an easy way to get them to boo like uh, there was a like there was a Dean Douglas who uh, who was a wrestler in the mid nineties mm-hmm. who was uh, Shane Douglas uh, who was like the dean and he would like always talk about how the audience members were failures. Yeah. There was a oh, in fact, named, uh, Matt Stryker, an yeah. actual teacher. Yeah, Matt Stryker, uh, he was an actual school teacher, and his gimmick was like, "I'm gonna teach you something that yeah. you don't know." That's the 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 co- the lead play by play commentator of Lucha Underground. Yeah, that, the yeah, other yeah. guy, the guy. I who's see. Not yeah. He used to be a wrestler. Was yeah. a wrestler in WWE. Was yeah. a teacher. Hmm. Yeah, um, he was an actual. He actually, he actually got fired. Teacher and he got fired because he took a sick day from teaching to go wrestle, and it, like people found out because they just Googled Matt Striker wrestling. Wow. Yeah, and so he was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm going to go become a professional wrestler." And yeah, he WWE did. signed him because it was actually a national news story. WWE signed him off of that. Yeah, and he wrestled there for like a couple of years. Wow. Um, there was a follow your dreams, Stephen. Chris Nowinski, <laughs> who, job, went, who went to Harvard, and his gimmick is he went to Harvard, so he's smarter than you. There's just yeah. there's a long there's a long lineage of wrestlers who are booed because they're smart. Chris wow. Nowinski's career uh, cut vastly short because of a major concussion. Do you guys and do you guys care at all that there's like a strong anti-intellectual bias in this thing that nah, you guys I don't love? Give a fuck. Brains don't mean shit. I mean, no, okay. <laughs> you guys are probably yeah, being bit serious. Answers. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's oh, weird. Oh, you think that, we're serious? I, Brains don't mean shit. It's just weird. I don't know. It's just <laughs> weird <laughs> that like the whole the whole medium celebrates like being a fucking idiot and like fuck anybody that's who tries. Your opinion it, is, is it? But it that's, is just yeah, like it is. I mean, part of it is, like, that person's not a bad guy because they went to college. There's also, like, Titus O'Neil has, has a PhD, and Ari has got, like, a master's degree. Yeah. And it's something they mention on commentary, but the audience doesn't boo him for it. The, yeah. The like, thing well, Xavier is, Woods has a PhD, and he's, yeah. one of the, he's a part of the New Day and one of the biggest faces in the company Very right now. Very true. But do they play it into that? 
Um, it's something that like they mention, they'll mention on commentary. Like they, like you think of um, like, like their Vic- gimmick isn't like the doctorate, and he comes out wearing a graduate robe and like. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying like like uh, I'm thinking of like in boxing, Vladimir and Vitaly Klitschko. They're both doctors, and that's I think actually one of them is like. Uh, I think like Doctor. I don't know what his name is. I, I can't remember. But Pepper. Yeah, he's Doctor Pepper. But like yeah. one of the things they call him is something like Doctor Beats You Up or something. I got to figure out. Beats Ooh. You Up. <laughs> Sounds no, intimidating. It's a, good, it's a good pun, whatever it is. Uh, but like, and and he's not considered yeah. like a shitty guy for having a doctorate. Whereas in this situation, they're like, ah, he went to college, college boy here. I will say, to be fair, you bring up a, a a very valid point. That is funny. I I do think that what it comes down to is. A lot of the wrestlers and a lot of like because of the roots of wrestling and what it is and what it became and guys like Dusty Rhodes and everybody, I think there's just there's such a, a draw to scrappy working blue collar yeah, every like man class hardworking. Yeah, that, um, that it's like it's such an easy trope to write in that. Well, if this guy's got an, and I know you're right, yeah. it's a valid point, Stephen. But it's like if there's a guy who's like very educated, sure he can come in and and be educated and that's fine and still get over, but. If you, but but a very easy thing is like, hey, this guy's smart and educated. What if we make him a dick about it? It's <laughs> a very like it's yeah. tough. It's tough I to mean, be a dick about being. Oh, I'm a blue collar man. Yeah. All right, great. But it's like if you're educated and you think you're better than everyone, that's a very easy trope to write in. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean like it's a con. It's he's condescending, and that's that's yeah. what does it. But it's still interesting. Like and just real quick, I want to correct myself. Uh, uh, Vladimir Klitschko is Doctor Steelhammer, or goes as my Doctor Steelhammer, and Vitaly, I believe, his younger brother goes Vladimir? by Doctor Iron Fist. Uh, so not Doctor Beats. What you does it up? say, Doctor Steelhammer? <laughs> Doctor Steelhammer is Vladimir, and then uh, Vitaly Klitschko is Doctor Iron Panettiere. Fist. What? Doc, <laughs> is, was, is that? Oh, that's just a related. Guys, is that who this she is, married? Is that the this guy Jamie and Sandow oh, podcast no, got fuck. so off track. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Go Klitschko. Yeah, dude. All right. Good for him. She's, she's marrying we're now, up. We're now ogling a boxer's wife. <laughs> right, so anyway, Damien Sandow. <laughs> Sorry, Damien. Okay. Oh, okay. Damien so, Sandow. Okay, Damien. So, okay, so next one. Okay, so yeah, so uh, he came out with the gimmick of being, you know, being a smart guy, basically. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. yep. with the audience. And um, he probably uh, rode that gimmick for like a year. Yeah. And um, then he transitioned sort of into uh, this next bit that we're going to show you. What in the world is I am Magneto. Magneto? Serious, bro. Master of magnetism. And I am pleased to announce that for the first time, the greatest mastermind in cinema is being portrayed by somebody who is actually intelligent. (laughs) I think a superhero can close that fit. I have come here tonight so that you, the inferior insects of the WWE universe, can see me in all my greatness. Insects? <laughs> From Asteroid M? Be quiet, I'm not finished! So he's dressed up as Magneto, mm-hmm. facing off against uh, the guy who played Wolverine. Mm-hmm. However, I will say... Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. Jackman. yeah, yeah I love... J- God bless Joey. He's like, you know, that fucking guy. He, names, he can name any wrestler, and then it's like Hugh Jackman. That he's guy like, who no, plays yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. No. <laughs> Guys, I don't... I don't watch TV or movies or, <laughs> or YouTube no videos. Things. I only watch wrestling. Okay, real quick bit. How many, uh, How many? like, try to name five Seven. things that uh, uh, Hugh Jackman has been in. Uh, Real Steel. Great. Because um, he specifically promoted that Just in Magic and Zack Ryder. Oh, my God. That's uh, so true. That's yeah. so okay. true. Uh, One. 
Wolverine Origin? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. X-Men Wolverine Origin. One, oh my God, X-Men Two. Movies. Okay. X-Men Three probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's five. Sure. All right. Well, I mean, by a technicality, he got in by because he's in one franchise a lot. Yeah, and and then they promoted a movie on wrestling. Have yeah. you seen uh, the Prestige? Oh yeah, I've seen the Prestige. Oh god, the Prestige good is so good. Yeah. God, Once again, this Damien Sandow podcast. Right, so <laughs> Damien oh, yeah. Sandow, which is why we brought him up because we want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we good. really do. We really do. Okay, so, <laughs> Stephen, what did you think of this? Hold on, okay. I, I, this is what yeah. I wanted to interject with. Uh, one thing that we didn't show you that I, I will say, Joey jumped here, and I just want to make sure we we talk about this. Mm. In but be- there is actually a lot of in between. In between. And we'll just talk about it. Sandow debuting and being the intellectual savior to the masses, and 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 getting a really good like he was probably heel push. Yeah, he was probably mm-hmm. like an upper mid card guy at that yeah. point. Yeah, and he was in a lot of mid card matches uh, before he became Jokey McJokerson. Yeah, Sandow won the WWE Money in the Bank. Uh, match, which is that match where they climb right. the ladder and they get the, the, the guaranteed the contract. It's a ladder match where there's a briefcase at the top. Whoever gets the briefcase gets a title shot for any title they want at any time that they want. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's a, whoever wins that, it's like a big, like, oh, this guy's going to be like a centerpiece for the next year. Kind I of see. Thing. Yeah. yeah. He won. Also, I think, was that, pro, or that was during Road Scholars as well. <sighs> I'm not sure. His th- tag team with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, who I is see. now Stardust. Okay. Uh, so they, they had like a good, uh, like, smart guy uh, tag team match. Yeah. So, tag team. And this was in team. 2011, 2012. When was this? Yeah. Uh, bu- 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 wait, say it again. When, was, when did he win the Money in the Bank? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Like a couple At years ago. At some point. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so, so he had that, a whole career. career. So, then... Yeah, so it seemed like he was doing well. And then he just got sort of... Uh, like 2013. Bar- 2013. Oh, so very recently. Sure, mm-hmm. it was um, semi-recently. So, um, and then he, he was just buried. He was made to lose a lot. He was not put on TV very much. He won yeah. the money in the bank, the first to cash it in. And, of course, he cashes it in against sh- good old shovel man John Cena, cashes in his money in the bank contract... Uh-huh. The first, and at that time, only person to lose. Anybody who had cashed in money in the bank prior won, became the champion. He was the first to lose it. And he was like on a good push. So people were like, oh man, Sandow, he's going to become the champion. Fans were like excited because... The, it was he was starting to get over. People were starting to like it. Yeah, and so, instead he comes out as Magneto now. No, no. So, so, to, so to clarify what Nick was saying, not the first person to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. The first person that. to win for, it, yeah. and then and cash then in and lose. Yeah, and I lose. understand. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Cena and then, wins clean because he's Cena. And then he was buried to the point, like buried, made to lose just for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, to the point where the only way that he could get on TV was doing things like this, where he would sort of. Is come this in a and jobber? Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, this is pretty much I mean, what a jobber would would be in. This is somebody that you bring in to like I've, make a celebrity I've, look good. After a million episodes, I think I finally understand what a jobber is. Now, so in this segment, just to to paint it, uh, Hugh Jackman comes out to promote the new Wolverine movie. Sure. So yep. Damien Sando comes out dressed yeah. up as Magneto. Yeah. And he just does a hilarious bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and, like, he's like he's like talking to him and calls calls them every everybody insects. Uh, who's he with? Who's this guy? Uh, is that Dolph Ziegler? Ziegler? Okay. Yeah. Z- yeah, yeah. Ziegler. So he comes out and then like is like talking shit to Ziegler and he says he's acting like his hair color and then Dolph Ziegler says it's super cool or super rad uh, and that's yeah. the worst person in the world. Uh, and, I, I and, hate him. And after the Magneto thing uh, he started do they kind of started letting him which is again interesting it's like if you're gonna let him come out and do a worked shoot on the mic where they mm-hmm. he comes out and sort of airs his kind of like CM yeah. Punk's pipe bomb where well, he's not, sort no, no, of no, we'll, we'll show him that later that's one no, of the no I know but yeah. I'm saying that's literally right after Magneto that's that that happened right after the Magneto thing where he started to come out and, and talk about his dissatisfaction is that one of your clips yeah 
Oh. Uh, Let's do that. That's like well, the last. No, it's well, like no, the no, last no. We'll get there. We'll get there. I just want to say that. Post everything. I yeah. just want to say that also, there's so many things weird about this. Like he he pretends to use mag the power of magnetism yeah. at some mm-hmm. point, and then Hugh Jackman says that he's don't worry. Like he tells us all secret. Like don't worry. He's faced the real Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, that was like, weird. So Hugh Jackman <laughs> believes that there's a real Magneto. <laughs> like he's clearly Hugh Jackman in this, right? Yeah, he's not yeah, Wolverine yeah. in this. He's Hugh yeah, Jackman. He's Hugh Jackman, but Hugh Jackman, the person, has fought the real Magneto. Yeah. Who because this out- real. outside of being an X Men movies, yeah. he's fought the real Magneto. This is a yeah, real thing. But I'm saying, Joey, th- this is 2014 pre Mizdow. There were mm. a couple of nights on Raw where he came out and did like little work shoots. Yeah. Where he would talk about his dissatisfaction about like just last week, two weeks ago, playing Magneto. And they, they did this bit where he they would cut off his mic. He would just come out and like bitch about that. his yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, they would do this bit where yeah. they would cut off his mic. So it's like they're letting him come out and air his grievances, but not really. But also not enough to put him over, which is equally frustrating. Okay, That's so, when you, all of the other characters well, started. Regardless of what you thought about the Magneto bit, mm-hmm. he like sold it real hard. Yeah, I'm like, impressed. Did, I'm impressed that he did put so much effort into it. Also, I got he's distracted because he looks like a, a friend of mine. Do you guys know Nick Stanich by chance? Oh yeah, he does look a little. He bit like looks Nick identical to Nick Stanich oh, really? as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I was like confused for a second. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, yeah, he committed to the bit, but it's also one of those things. Like, I feel like I've seen comedians do this, and I'm sure you guys have too, where they're working Never very one. hard on their bit and they're like really committed to it, but you're like, yeah, but like what is this? Like, is it funny? Like, what are we doing? And then that brings me very much to the next one that we watched, the Damien, Damien Mizdow one. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, we watched the Magneto bit. So mm-hmm. uh, to, to catch everybody up, he was the intellectual savior of the masses, upper mid-card guy, and then he was sort of, Loses. I guess, like, lost a bunch, and he was sort of demoted to being sort of like kind of a comedy guy that would occasionally come out and do like bits with celebrities. Yeah, right. does all of these impersonations. After Magneto, we saw Sherlock Holmes, Bruce Springsteen, Abe Lincoln, Mr. McMahon yeah, himself, yeah, Mr. Vince McMahon. McMahon-dow. I watched so, the Vince McMahon one yeah. too, yeah. So um, after doing this for a little bit, um, he pairs up with a wrestler named The Miz, the Miz. Mm-hmm. to become his stunt double. So stunt let's we'll double. play a little bit of that clip. So ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome a man who is playing the part of The Miz in this match against Dolph Ziggler. A man who I admire his level of commitment in all of his roles. Please welcome my stunt double, Damien Mizdow. Stunt double? You gotta be kidding me. This is awesome. Oh my god. So um, the Miz's character is that he's an, a Hollywood A-lister. He's an actor, and of course, an actor needs a stunt double. So they had Miz, or they, had, they had Sandow become Damian Mizdow and do mm-hmm. this. Okay. So, are, you, are you following this, Steven? Yeah, no, I follow it. But why? Like he would. <laughs> why the fuck did <laughs> really no reason? This is a good idea. But in addition <laughs> to coming out and like mirroring yeah. Miz's intro and doing all this stuff, Miz would essentially sit at the commentary table and send in Damian Sandow or now Damian Mizdow, Mizdow yeah. to go in and wrestle his matches for him because he was the stunt double. Yeah, and it's, it's, it was like, it was a good, especially as like a Hollywood A-lister, it was like a good bad guy move to it like was. send somebody to do your matches for you. Yeah, yeah it was, was a, really funny. It was certainly like a weird thing to watch and like when he was mirroring being held or being, or even when things weren't happening to him. I mean, what a hero for committing sure. to that insane thing. Okay, so the the next bit that we've got is um, kind of uh, some highlights. We showed Steven some highlights of Davian Mizdow mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, basically, like, he, he, he had a really fun 
thing that he sort of developed being Damien um, and being the Miz's stunt double. Like, I feel like a lot of guys would, like, half-ass this gimmick. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, not, would. not fully commit to this. But Damien Sandow is such a good performer that he, Lit- like, went in all the way. And yeah. he, like, he basically Literally parroted, being, uh, yeah, he so parroted like, everything that The Miz would do. Everything yeah. The Miz would do. Like, if he gets so suplexed, the, he, he'll flip over forward and act yeah. like he's getting solo suplexed. Yeah, like, it's by the, himself. Like, if The Miz is putting somebody in a figure four laylock, Sandow would kick a guy and then put him also put him in a figure four leg lock. Yeah. If uh, the Miz gets thrown over the top rope, Sandow, Sandow would, would then just launch <laughs> himself jump, over the top rope. Jumps half right over. Over the top rope. And I mean, it's a Seth fucking Green's insane there, by the way. thing to do. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, Seth Green's there. And, win a slammy and the Miz is trying to convince Seth Green to put him in all of his, like, pictures. Like, yeah. What? But the entire fuck? time, Damien Sandow is behind the Miz, like, Echoing every single, like even gesture Everything. that yeah. the Miz is doing, and again, like I, he's so committed to this, he's really working hard on it. But I just don't fully understand why. Like he, do, he's doing it again. He's not doing it all. <laughs> yeah, so he jumps into so, people like everything so the Miz does. Sandow is so good, and because yeah. this is so ridiculous, uh, and there's that layer where the fans know that he was sort of getting fucked. Yeah, and he's doing this so well, and it's so funny and entertaining. He got over. Fans but, are getting yeah, on. Yeah, fans were like chanting, side. "We want Sandow." When but he I want to say, like, this is. But to, in, to me, how I took it is like this is a weird meta commentary of wrestling. Like in it no is. It, it is going like, isn't this like ridiculous that you can do this whole thing alone and it's the same fucking thing? It's so like. <laughs> He, he runs into the ring and just flips. He just bites his back and then pretends his back is Sells hurt. it, yeah. It's so funny to me. So but like, again, it's such a weird... Like, to me... Yeah, like, goes, uh, The Miz has somebody in a headlock, and so the, Sandow's pretending like he has nobody in a headlock. On the outside. He's pretending that he has somebody in a headlock. And again, like, that, it's just... It says to me, like, he's mocking the whole thing. That's how I take it. He's Maybe like, in a way. You just don't need any of this. It's so fake. It's so, like, not real and guess, dumb and boring. are you being entertained? You're laughing. Are yeah. you being entertained? I'm... because Yes, because yeah. he is making fun of it to me. Like if I like he is doing what a, like the little brother does when he goes like oh you gotta go to your room nerd and he's like yeah I gotta go to your room nerd like he's doing that to wrestling and in a way it's probably kind of self satisfying for Damian Sandow as a performer because it's like he's out there the crowd's cheering him he gets to have TV time and he is sort of mocking his position and what they're doing and where they've put him and it's like there are so many levels and layers of like. What's good and what's bad and yeah. what we're cheering for and how people feel. It's kinda cool. It's yeah. fun. What it's like it's what I like about this is like something that Vince McMahon talks about in interviews a lot is like grabbing the brass ring. Like mm-hmm. he likes guys that like go out there and like are given nothing and they'll figure out a way to like make something out of it. Yeah. And something that Damien Sandow is so great at is like even that Magneto thing, he like he dug his heels in and he yep. did his best and he like you know, he went from being like an upper level guy, and there are a lot of people that get jobbed out that will, you can tell, just stop caring. Yeah, yeah. and they'll put and him in a few like, comedy type bits, and then they'll just go away. Yeah, and Dam- and uh, Damien Sandow is somebody that's so committed and so like, you know, say what you will about like the material, but he's somebody that, that as a performer, like I would love to write for that guy. Yeah, he, like he and, he just like goes in and does it. Yeah, and he like, took the shit end of the stick and really, really ran with it and got over. Yeah. Good, so um, good job, Miss Damien. Miss. So um, we we just uh, had Stephen watch some of his highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we're going to show um, Stephen. So they've been building up um, for months, like the Miz mm-hmm. being upset that people like Damien Mizdow or yeah. Damien Sandow more than him, chanting mm-hmm. for him even um, to bring him in the match. So yeah. um, it finally comes to a head at WrestleMania 31. 
mm-hmm. where, during the uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. There's like 30 wrestlers in the ring, and I think that like the Miz basically like tells Damian Sandow to eliminate himself from the Battle Royale. Yes, and Sandow says no, and then eliminates the Miz from the Battle Royale. And then he goes on to almost eliminate the Big Show and win the Battle Royale. The audience is freaking out. This is like, this is something that we as fans had wanted. We wanted, we, we'd wanted Sandow to get his shot for like the longest time, and he finally got it. And it was just like, for me, it was like a very cool moment. In yeah. that like, you know, this guy that yeah. like we'd seen work really hard got his, he, he stepped out of the spotlight. And yeah, this is, of, this is Joey's favorite thing of a guy working hard. On yeah, a, yeah on, a guy working hard. On the shit into the stick. And, and, when finally... he, and when he eliminated the Miz, the crowd popped hard, man. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah, like yeah. at I home, I was screaming, like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. <laughs> getting goosebumps. <laughs> so, guys are such nerds. So I guess, Stephen, what did you think about this? Did you, were you able to follow this to track for you? So, I mean, now it's a little bit more clear what was going on. I didn't fully mm-hmm. understand the dude is the stunt double or whatever. Uh, I was I I have in my notes. I was like, is he a clone? Like, what is he to? <laughs> I don't fully bearded clone. But he, yeah, but he made he a, like, but he made he a big <laughs> character choice and committed to it. Yeah, he you know? did. Yeah, no, I, I like that's I was not like, what a stunt clone? double does. Or I, like... I honestly thought like, oh, is he being like voodoo puppeteered by this guy? I gotta mm, know. Yeah. I've gotta fully understand it. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean that's great. It's such a silly bit, and that the guy who again to me is like making fun of wrestling, uh, all you know, almost wins. I'm like, hey, that's great. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you okay, good. So you so you liked the WrestleMania thing when you I, turned on Ms. Dad. Or I, I mean, again, like I like the I like the winner being the guy who's saying like wrestling is dumb. <sighs> um, okay, well, and, um, I guess that like uh, another wrestling history thing. There mm. is like a, there's also a long history of like the the servant to a wrestler mm-hmm. eventually turning on that wrestler. Yeah, yeah. finally giving him like his Vir- come up and Virgil and yeah. uh, the million dollar man Ted DiBiase, sure. uh, just, like you know the, yeah. Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Just real quick, I want I want you guys to you do you've done this a few times and I haven't brought it up, but this time I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you go, like there's a long history in wrestle of this type of story happening. I'm like that happens in stories. It's not a wrestling thing. It's a story thing. Yeah, but do you know about the long history of it in wrestling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like, a long history of there's a long history of bad guys on Breaking Bad who are too or smart. And yeah, it's, it's there's like there's a guy. It's like he comes in and he just he just lays his university diploma on the desk, yeah. and the audience yeah. is like, "Fuck that." Guy. There's I gotta tell Wrestling you, invented there is culture. a there is a long history of things in stories. Let me finish that I don't give a shit about because they aren't wrestling. There yeah, you go. So that's how do you like that? Oh. Okay, so um, anti-intellectualism. <laughs> so uh, You're fucking dumb. <laughs> so Damien Sandow had his big moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. eliminated the Miz. Yep. Yeah, uh, and then I believe it was the next night on Raw. I think it was. It was uh, they they basically like sometimes the WWE will do this. Like if there's a wrestler that like will get over, they'll just give him a microphone and basically yeah. like, hey, you know, like we're giving you this shot to like get over with the audience. Yeah. And uh, Damien Sandow cuts this promo. Allow me to beg your indulgence for one moment. My name is Damien Sandow. And one thing I am never going to do is come out here and lie to you. Three years ago, I came to the WWE with a blue bathrobe and the idea that I was going to enlighten everybody. Needless to say, we all know how that one ended. After that, I was actually told to my face that I was not entertaining enough. 
You said it, not me. Yeah, so Eliminates Miz the night before. Now comes out. The crowd is cheering. He's got a mic. He's in a black T-shirt looking and it, normal. And it's a very, it's like, it even echoes back to his original his original debut promo several years prior of yeah. like, yeah. how like all he wants to do is entertain people. That's yeah. like all he wants to do. In his first promo, he talked about entertainment and how like he wanted to educate people. And like this, the start of the promo was like, it was very good. And it really made you feel for the guy. And the audience was totally on board. And he's being pretty real. He's just kind of talking from yeah. the heart. And even for the first time in however long, the fucking... Chiron just says Damien Sandow. Yeah, not yeah. Damien Mizdow. Yeah. yeah. He's talking about how he's got the raw end of the stick. And it's like a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, do you like him at this point? What do you What do you think about him, Steven? Uh, oh, LeBron. I mean, he was LeBron, too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the LeBron thing. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm watching this, and I, uh, I don't feel super invested in it. I mean, yeah, I, 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 did, I didn't feel like I was like, oh, thank God. I was, I don't know. It seemed like another, like, kind of classic guy whining about something to do with wrestling and like he's mm-hmm. the best type of thing again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't know that's a that's a con that goes back in the history of wrestling well, there's a long history of guys whining <laughs> yeah. long history guy from and the wrestling. cm punks and the joey styles <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well i guess that can you understand why people <laughs> sure. would be invested in this especially if you'd watch this guy for two or three years sure i i see like everybody getting i could see why people would get excited about him so, and then and then unfortunately yeah he debuts his new gimmick which is, I'll, I'll Nick describe it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what happens is Curtis Axel, prior to this this whole thing, also separate from Damien Sandow and Mizdow during this whole thing, has been doing this Axelmania thing where he says he was technically never eliminated from the Royal Rumble two months prior yeah. because somebody beat him and hit him and took his pl- spot before uh-huh. he could get into the ring at the Royal Rumble. So up until this point... Curtis Axel, son of Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning, was saying that he had never been eliminated from the Royal Rumble because he never got to enter. Yeah. So he was he had been in the Royal Rumble actively for three months. So he comes Dylan. in, challenges Sandow. What happens after this is because he's been doing this Axel Mania thing, which yeah. is kind of a parody of Hulk Hogan. Well, no, right. no, no, not even that, not even that. Okay, like, do it, do it, like, do it. Basically, what uh, Sandow's gimmick was, and this is something that's like. It's a, it's a, I guess, like a disappointment as a fan. His gimmick was is that he, he basically was like a clone of the Miz, and he basically just sort of did whatever the Miz was doing, kind of to make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. So his gimmick after this, like during this promo that he kind of debuted, was that he just repeated back what people said back to them, mm-hmm. yeah, with like it, a weird voice, yeah, like da 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 da, which is kind of like just a thing that a four year old does, yeah. But it, it, and it was what, the most, it was like such a the air being deflated from a balloon moment. Yeah, and what and that was fine for just doing it that night. But no, but, he did it for weeks. But that's the thing is, it's it, it it was fine for that night. I'm thinking, eh, they'll get over it. But it's WWE. Of course, they didn't get over it. They yeah. just kept doing it. So like after a few weeks. They changed his gimmick to what Nick has taught because this was clear the audience was not liking this. It was not going over well. Yeah, and yeah. we're thinking, yeah. okay, he's been liberated from this I mock other characters and people thing. Right. But then he does this shit. He's not mocking you with my voice. So then that doesn't go over well. So then what they do is they pair him up with Axel as a parody of the Mega Powers, which would be Hulk Hogan and uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage. So he Savage. becomes Macho Mandow. So he kind of yeah. just reverts <laughs> just back goes to back what he was doing anyway. Was. But now he's over and in a fun tag team, and now they're buddies with Axelmania and Macho Mandow. So people liked it, but they didn't love it. And then it it was kind of going on for a while, but it was entertaining. But then, because Sandow somehow always gets screwed, uh, Hulk Hogan had his big 
like racist tape thing. Racist tirade. So they had, and to, dr- so they had to drop any Hulk Hogan or Macho Man related. They just takes. printed. Yeah, it just yeah. Went they didn't away. have to drop Macho Man, but yeah. they had to drop Axelmania right yeah. away. So which because meant of that, they dropped. Mandow just goes away. So wow. now, so has he not been doing stuff since? Uh... I mean, he's like he's very rarely on TV. Uh, um, it's like uh, I mean, you watched uh, you watched yeah. WrestleMania 32. Yeah, there was that. There was a brief moment where he was in the ring facing off against Kane and uh, the Big Show. I think. Yeah, well, the audience he? freaked out and cheered, yeah. and he immediately was eliminated. Yeah, uh, he, he, and he's coming out back in his pink trunks again. So he yeah. was. Maybe he's kind of halfway back to the intellectual savior thing, but he doesn't come out in like the robe, and he's not a dick. He's just sort of. He's just kind of there. Like, he's a good guy, more yeah. or less, but he's just kind of there. So, and it really blows. I, I just have a question, too. Like, uh, the thing, I, I wonder what you think of this, Nick, because you do impressions of uh, wrestlers and all kinds of people, and you're very mm-hmm. good at it. But Thank you. he's not, like, doing impressions per se. Like, I watched the Vince McMahon Some. one and the Bret Hart one. The Bret Hart one, there's no impression. Uh, there, yeah, only there is, a Like, bit. it's just him and his voice, but he's dressed different. And I'm like, um, and then and then the Vince McMahon one, and I was like, is this a good impression? He, he really wasn't doing much Vince McMahon until he announced the names and I thought he was very good at he goes guys like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. When he did names like that, I thought he did a pretty damn good job. He did a good job with that. I don't know. I just wondered what, like, what you thought of that. Like, if this is you, Nick, like, do you commit to it? Like, I don't know. It's so. I'm not a. It's eunuch. such a confusing. Don't call thing. me that. <laughs> you, Nick. I have a three foot dick, Stephen. Oh God. Reference to an earlier Ceno Evil podcast. Ceno yeah. Evil. Guys, I don't have a three foot. <laughs> From Come on. three weeks ago. <laughs> Four yeah, foot well, dick. Please subscribe. Uh, I look because I mean, is he coming out and doing like? A pitch perfect from moment zero to moment he leaves an impression on some of these? No, probably not, but they're fucking fun. He goes out there and he commits and I don't care. Every impression that any of us does isn't perfect, but Mm -hmm. if you grab on, if you dress up like the person and you go out there and you commit and you grab onto enough of the handle of the person, just go out. Yeah, I don't care. No, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Fun. I love it. Okay, so I I mean... I like Something that I like about Damien Sandow and his story, I mean, I don't like this, but he like constantly gets the <laughs> shit under the stick. Yeah. And he's a guy that's like, he is very fulfilling to watch because it's like his story. It's like, it's such an easy to follow arc of like, He's a guy that like will get an opportunity, do really well, and then something lame will happen that'll uh, that'll like sort of derail him. And then after a little bit, he'll get another small opportunity, and then he'll jump in with both feet and commit really hard. Oh, he goes for and it, and he'll like he'll get over, and then another lame, horrible, bad luck thing will happen that'll derail him. Yep. And like he's just, I, I the reason that I showed you all these is I wanted just to show yeah. you a guy that's not a Hulk Hogan. He's not of the Rock, but he's a guy that like goes out there and commits and works really hard and clearly wants it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a guy guess, who should be getting a better push because of the work that he does yeah. and kind of has gotten his moments, but it's he just doesn't quite get enough. The, yeah, I so think I Steven, this is... What, what do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, this, in a way, I, 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 I like him more. Like, there is more hmm. um, fun in this than I feel like other wrestlers have. Also, you know, there are selected clips, and who knows, maybe, maybe overall it's uh, not as good, but there is something more fun about him in this and these bits and like you said like commit to it and working hard like yeah i don't know like uh, i feel like there's no, it, this it's not i feel like it's not that hard for like these meathead guys to come in and be like i'm the best wrestler in the world and i deserve a shot and mm-hmm. like i'm you know like but he doesn't really jump, do that yeah and he doesn't do that he does this he does this other thing and he commits to it and he's silly and he's funny and like i don't know like that's more impressive and harder to me cool. than it is for like some roided out dude to be like i'm strong like yeah i'm mm-hmm. sure you feel this way in your day to day i'm sure if you like have sex you look at yourself in the mirror and do the same fucking thing yeah, like, yeah american psycho style yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's what yeah. they do, and this. I'm, so I'm more impressed with uh, oh, nice. him just in general. So nice. Damian Sandow, great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're I big fans. That, yeah, 
big fans. Uh, yeah, we're uh, big fans uh, of Damian Sandow on the You Should Love Wrestling podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Sandow, uh, super nice guy. Uh, hey, he, uh, Nick, and I, um, I, I co-produce a professional wrestling bit show at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Sandow went to one of them and uh, was very complimentary to everybody afterwards. Yeah, came and watched the show. Came Dolph Ziggler was our guest yeah. on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolph Ziggler super kicked me at the end of the show, which was very fun. And he uh, loved I... the show. And just hearing Damien Sandow, like just getting to meet him and talk with him briefly and hear about yeah. what he liked about like performance and yeah. comedy and bits and how much fun things. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah. I well, love he... this thing and that thing. He just, because that's what wrestlers are. They're, 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 they're entertainers. entertainers. They See, love that yeah, shit. But he's like, he is like a performer and I don't feel like a lot of wrestlers are. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, 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 I don't I feel like a lot of wrestlers are just like I'm a tough meathead but right, he's yeah. like a performer and there's something about like why, like I've said in the past like why I like The Rock in a way and how I maybe even compare them is like there is a fun that they are bringing to yeah. the audience There, there's a, a like confidence and a, mm-hmm. uh, a joy that they are bringing to the audience that many wrestlers don't uh, and I, I don't know I like that I and I've said that. it before and I'll say it again and I don't know how explicitly I've said it on this show but I do believe it is that why there's such a crossover of comedy and wrestling yeah. and actual comedians and actual wrestlers is that comedians see wrestling and and they all really want to be like they wish they didn't have a dad bod and wanted to be bigger, huger, uh, yeah. larger than life characters and, and, and perform for 33,000 people. Sure. And wrestlers all want to also be comedians because they love the entertainment aspect but hate getting fucking thumbtacks up their asshole every night. You know what I mean? So Is that I what do comedians think, do? No, oh, I'm yeah, talking about yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, comedians. <laughs> I'm talking about wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, what you I mean? guys don't know the, the stand-up open mic thumbtack up the asshole rule? <laughs> guys, look for my new comedy album this year, Thumbtack and Your Asshole, the Nick Ligger show. But I you know love what it. I mean? I mean, I do think I do. there is yeah. such a crossover of like comedians want to be wrestlers and wrestlers want to be comedians yeah. because of like the give and take of both. I, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. I'm just saying everybody wants to be me. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to have to a thumbtack in their asshole. Everybody I think wants to be Joey Cliff. A com- okay, well, every- I should have said taking back body drops every night. I chose thumbtack up the asshole. I don't care. I regret nothing. I love it. I yeah, but I mean, then again, that's how like what they say about everybody thing, right? Like all comedians want to be musicians. All musicians want to be comedians. I think it's just everybody wants to do yeah. something uh, more than they can. Okay, um, and now because we love your questions, yep. it's time for us to answer some of wrestling's greatest Ray Mysterios Oop. from Hunter Altman. What is the difference between professional wrestling and UFC? And why? Zero. They're both real. Yeah, why uh, is the difference? Hunter, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for the question. Yes. I mean, you know, the, the difference is that professional wrestling is, uh, you know, a, a work. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mm-hmm. pre- the, uh, the falls are real, but the, you know, the results are predetermined. UFC, it's just two dudes beating the shit out of each other. Well, mm-hmm. in the UFC, that like, uh, the thing that wrestling seems to try to focus on a lot is the story of these matches. And and while UFC does have a little bit, you know, the tale of the tapes of training, the rivalries or whatever, uh, a lot of times it is just like, no, these guys don't really have any story. They're just fighting to yeah, see just fighting. who's the better fighter. Yeah, and yeah. that and that in a way and that is good enough in itself because it is a true representation of like who is better. Uh and in wrestling there isn't that. Like we you guys know that that there is predetermined, no, sure. It's predetermined. There is no like who is better at this. And 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 like you said, like this guy Damian Sandow in our episode even if the audience is like him and we say like in a way he is better than some of the other wrestlers mm-hmm. out there he doesn't necessarily get the but shot he's a better fighter or he, athlete. yeah but in, in, in UFC it's it's usually just whoever's better wins and hey, that's Brock, the end of Brock it Brock Lesnar proved he's actually better than yeah. in UFC he, he won he, 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 won, he won a few yeah he Ken right. Shamrock is originally a fighter um 
Yeah, I mean, this is that's fair. Like, I feel like in wrestling, there are so many levels to it. Like in UFC, it's just who's the better fighter is the champion. Like, yeah, that's it. That's whereas, basically as a it. I real mean, fight should work. Whereas well, at WWE, it's yeah. like you're more because you know the results are predetermined and you're still invested in the outcome. Right. You are. You you look at wrestlers more as like, okay, this guy loses a lot, but he's like a good. He puts on a good match. Right. Or like, well, and the, yeah, there isn't as much of. There is a little of that in UFC. Like there is like, some. This respect. guy's a good mic worker. Uh, what's guys. it? What's the yeah. guy's uh, Dana UFC Dana own, yeah. owner. Fuck, I forgot his name. White? Dana Carvey? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, Dana, yeah, Dana, Dana, White. Dana White. Yeah, yeah, Dana White. Like, he does have a uh, he does actually have a lot of, like, and says, like, very openly, like, he's a lot of respect for people who put on a good shows and put on good he's fights. He's a big WWE fan, too. Yeah. Is he really? He yeah. really is. Oh, God, I just yeah. lost a whole lot of respect for him. Cool, for that. But there is that. But in wrestling, there are, like, there are, like, or sorry, in UFC, there are people who have, like, reigns at the top because they're just sure. the best. Like, like Chuck Liddell, for back in the day, had, like, a long, it's just like, nobody can beat him and they or, didn't know what to do. Or Brock Lesnar. Or, well, you know, or in Brock the the rise of UFC and like uh, mixed martial arts and then like the, the culmination of, of that and over the years with things like Japanese strong style mm-hmm. coming up all of that did sort of inform the way that professional wrestling works is like having to kind of make things a little tougher a little more realistic yeah. bringing in that reality thing so they have influenced each other in a way UFC probably more so on WWE yeah. by having to make it more realistic rather than like we're all turkeys and we fight yeah. each other but I, yeah, but less I feel turkeys like, but yeah. I feel like oh, WWE turkey. has influenced UFC specifically with Brock Lesnar in that like it has yeah like the spectacle like the spectacle of it like Brock Lesnar would straight out cut promos after matches like there was one where it's like he said like is after, since I won this match, I'm going to go home and climb on board my wife. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm going to top of my wife. I'm going to get on top of my this wife. Is a UFC and match? then I'm going to drink cores because Bud Light's not paying me any money. Wow. Yeah. Like they never really, yeah. they, they would check in with them. But yeah, there is more of like, we got to give this guy a mic. And it's, that's clearly influenced it seems by like, WWE. Uh, Brock Lesnar is sullying the mixed martial arts game. Yeah, I'm well, going to say. Are it. You... But also look at, uh, what's her name? Uh, best female fighter in the world? Ronda Rousey. Look at Ronda Rousey. Like, Ronda Rousey, like, <laughs> Her nickname is Rowdy Ronda Rousey, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she personally asked Roddy Roddy Piper if she could use that moniker before he died, and he said yes. She's a huge professional wrestling (laughs) fan, and she, like, plays up the character of it and the trash-talking of it and, like, the showmanship aspect of it. She was a guest at WrestleMania? And I feel like that's something that, like, you... I mean, it's a way that wrestling has influenced, I think, a lot of other sports, boxing, UFC, in that, like... Well, I mean, like, Floyd Mayweather, he's playing a character. Yeah, he is. Like, he really is. Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. is just being Gorgeous George, and Gorgeous George, and and, Mah- and The Rock is just being Muhammad Ali. Like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I get, yeah, I guess I'll buy that. They're still larger than life. You still got to sell tickets and put butts in seats and yeah. be a character and get people to like you. Yeah, or hate you if you if you're Floyd like, Mayweather. Like Muhammad Ali says that he flat yeah. out just lifted Gorgeous George lines. Gorgeous yeah. George was a popular yeah. wrestler in the fifties. Yeah. Uh, regarding Brock Lesnar, Stephen, are you endorsed by Jimmy John's sandwiches? <laughs> then shut your mouth. <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah, they dropped me a few months ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I dropped, because he they, dropped one of their sandwiches. Yeah. Sponsored, oh, no. Jimmy John sponsored your improv team. endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, All right. If you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at youshouldloveWrestling at gmail.com. Please do. Or send us a tweet at YSLW Podcast. Yeah. Thank you for a lot of good tweets. People are reaching out. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. Getting, uh, getting a lot of good tweets. Yeah. Things are going well. Let's let tweets. <laughs> um, you can find me um, on uh, Twitter at Joey Tainman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G L I G O R. And you can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Steven, with everything we've seen about Damien Sandow. You should. Wait, wait, wait. 
great. You should please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and also send reviews. I always jump the gun. Five star you reviews. always Nick. jump the gun. Nick's always jumping yeah. the gun. Go ahead and just go, yeah, leave us a review. Leave us some five stars. We want to hear what you think of the show, what you think of wrestling, what you think of our opinions on wrestling. Please. It's yeah. all good stuff. We need it. We've made uh, Steven watch hours upon hours of yeah. wrestling. God, and we so haven't much. we haven't done this yet, but I do think we're going to start like uh incorporating like audience reviews and what they have to say about well, things just in the future. So yeah. uh, if you have some uh some hot takes on uh, Ooh, wrestling, <laughs> let us yeah, know. Yeah. We're gonna we wanna get in it. Who do you think's the toughest between me, Steven, and Nick? Oh, I have an easy answer to that question, but I let the audience decide. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say it. Thanks again, Hunter, uh, Hunter M. Altman, for sending in your question. I didn't get to yes. say it. Thanks, You're Hunter. Hero man. Okay. Right, so cool. now, so, Steven. So, so Steven, mm-hmm. do you love wrestling? I I do not love wrestling, but I do have a, a good bit of respect for Damian Sandow. Cool. You give him five out of five uh, Mizdows. I'll give five Mizdows. Wow. Why not? Why not? Wow, wow, As a performer. Hallelujah! 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 Wait, is this because I gave him five? Well, yeah, but that's Sandow's no, it's theme, theme song. song. Oh, okay, fine. I thought that you guys were celebrating that you like won, and I was like, I'll take him yeah, back. Yeah, fuck you. You're I'd not give Sandow, Jimmy John's. I'd give, yeah, I'd give, I'd give Sandow five as a performer. Yeah, he's fun. Jimmy right? John's, Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's. a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.